Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon, and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. It's that time again. I want to welcome everybody to Omega Man Radio Network. I am still uh, south of the border, as you might want to say. I'm in the jungle, so you might hear all kinds of sounds down here. You might hear natives bonging the the drums. You might hear wild dogs barking. <laughs> you never know what you might hear in the background here. Just as long as we don't have any locusts and the trees start to chirp. Uh, at any rate, I want to thank everybody for coming back tonight. Uh, we had a great program this afternoon. Today was day two of the uh, Deliverance Conference being held in Ontario, Canada. We'll be having day three tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. to wind that up. Uh, tonight, though, is the School of Deliverance, one of my favorite programs. We have it every Saturday night at 8 p.m. And then Sunday nights at 8 p.m., we have the uh, the School of Intercessor and Warfare Prayer, also with Dr. Pat Holliday for those of you who are new to the program. As with all of our programs, uh, the archives are available in MP3. At the conclusion of every show, feel free to download those, send them to your friends, and uh, we have a live chat. Now, uh, before I get Dr. Pat on, let me also make the announcement that until I get back to the office, uh, we do not have a stereo stream going, so you're going to need to tune in over here at Blog Talk. But once I get back, uh, we'll get that going on again. Okay, without further ado, let's get Dr. Pat on the line. Hey, Dr. Pat, how are you? Well, I'm doing great, and how about yourself? Doing good. Uh, are you down there laying around in the sun while <laughs> God's got me running around working? It's not fair. <laughs> uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to send some um, images of the little tiny apartment that I'm in. It reminds me of something like you would see in Japan. I mean, everything is like in a small little box. Even the toilet seat is made for midgets. So, <laughs> but praise God. Well, uh, you know the uh, the thing about it is, I just ate an orange to make me feel like I was down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, praise the Lord. I said, as long as they've got an internet connection down here and I can do some work for the Lord, I said I can make it till I get back. 
Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't hurt to have a good cup of cappuccino if you can get one. But uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. How's your week been going? Well, I've been working. I'm, I work a lot, you know, and uh, been writing articles again. Um, wrote a wrote a, a real hot article on a woman called Lucy Rail. And uh, Lucy Rail is uh, wandering around now in the third wave movement. Uh, she is a uh, witch. She has a stigmata that means uh, bleeding. She's supposed to have the marks of Christ in her body. Right. And yeah. uh, so I wrote an article. It's up on remnantradio.org. Uh, it's pretty hot. Um there was a lady called Irene Park, the witch that switched, and myself, back in the 80s, uh, we, uh, I think that Lucy Rail was really about the first witch that I saw infiltrating the body of Christ. And uh, she was hidden from high, high places, uh, from my memory uh Kenneth Copeland had her out in his big uh, California conference, and he brought her over to um, uh, John Osteen. A lot of you know who that is because Joel Osteen is his son. Right. And a lot, of, a lot of people say, "Well, you know, I can't understand why Joel is like he is. His daddy was such a wonderful teacher." And, uh, you know, I was alive back then, and I'm telling you, there were some funny things going on back then. We didn't know as much as we know now. Uh, we knew that it wasn't right because it wasn't biblical, some of the stuff. And Joel Osteen and John uh, and Kenneth Copeland were the first two that we tapped into that were teaching some kind of a strange doctrine. Uh, that Jesus went to hell, and the demons beat him up, and uh, the reason that we don't have to go to hell is because Jesus went to hell in our place, and Copeland was saying, um, the cross doesn't have anything to do with it, your salvation. He said, I could have died on the cross for you. Anybody could have done that. And we knew that it was uh, strange uh, teachings. It was it was really kind of right at the mouth of it, where it was beginning to come out in the open. And uh, from there, um, Copeland brought Lucy Rail. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I guess good enough. Um, he brought Lucy Rail to John Osteen. John Osteen gave her a prophecy that she was going to be the biggest ministry in the charismatic movement. Uh, only thing was is she had stigmata. That's uh, blood supposedly coming out of your your hands uh, like you have the marks of Jesus Christ on the cross. Right. Well, you know, the blood of Jesus has always been good enough for me, so I started looking into that, and I wrote a newsletter on it. And Irene Park and I were good friends, and um, uh, we talked a lot about it. And Irene was disturbed because, now I'm going to tell you the story Irene told me. 
Now, Irene Parks, Irene. Uh, Dr. Pat, for those who don't know the name is, was a high priestess in Florida. Uh, she had the name as what being the most wicked woman in, in Florida at the time? <laughs> yes. The, uh, that's how she billed herself as a Christian. Wrote the book, and, uh, uh, The Witch That Switched, that you told me about. incidentally. Book. I just read it last week, and I'd recommend it for everybody. Now, you knew Irene Parks, right? I knew Irene personally. Uh, we ministered together a couple of times, and uh, we spent many hours talking because, uh, you know, I never was in deep, deep witchcraft. I, I only was on the edge of it through reading books, and uh, I tried to do some automatic writing um and one night a devil was trying to get me to come out of my body, and I got scared and called out to God. It's a long story, but uh, I never was in it deep. So anything that I have ever learned has been from uh, ministering to witches, wizards, and Satanists, and casting devils out of them. So, But I've had the opportunity to minister to several so, but anyway, Irene Park and I used to spend a lot of time talking. I've slept in her house many times and um, even carried her Bibles into meetings at times. Um, but uh, she, uh, Irene, uh, told me this story. She said, Pat, she said, when I was in witchcraft, she said, I had a coven. And she said, we used to go down to... Uh, Key, uh, we, uh, Key West, I mean, yeah, Key West. And she said, um, we would um, take a chicken, and she said we'd, uh, we'd sacrifice the chicken, and we'd take a part out of it. I forgot what she called the part, but it would be like a balloon that had blood in it. And she, she said we'd take a, a needle, and we'd suck the blood out of that chicken, and we'd get a gel capsule, and we'd uh, suck the uh, whatever was in the gel capsule and replace it with the blood of the chicken. She said, and then uh, we'd go over to the local Catholic church, and everybody would be in there, you know, whispering their prayers. And all of a sudden, she said, I would uh, stand up, put that blood capsule in my hand, and I would stand up and I'd take my fingernails and pop the blood sacrifice, you know, the blood and dig down into my palms. And then I'd raise my hands up and start waving them. And uh, all of a sudden the blood would be there. And she said those people would get down and worship us. And she said I'd leave the church and we'd get out there and laugh at them. And so she said when Lucy Rail came in to... Um, um, I, I think they're out in Houston, either Dallas or Houston. Uh, the Osteens, I can't. I think yes, it's Houston. Uh, Houston, Texas. Well, when uh, she Irene used to go out there and minister in uh, John Osteen's church, and uh, so she went out there and she tried to tell him that that was a demonic uh, sign that it wasn't from God, and John Osteen didn't believe her, and he would not recant. He had prophesied this woman was of God and the sign was real and she was going to be the biggest woman uh, minister in the United States and so on. So uh, I had written a newsletter about that time exposing the stigmata and um, 
that my newsletter was going all over Texas. Irene had taken a bunch of them out there, and people were copying them, and they were just, we didn't have the internet back then. And so exposing Lucy Rail and the stigmata. And so Irene, uh, since Joe Osteen wouldn't have her uh, to, uh, or wouldn't recant, Irene set up a meeting right down the street from Osteen's church, and she said uh, that uh, a bunch of his ladies came to that meeting, and she said, I started teaching on the blood of Jesus. I mean, that woman was wild, bold as anything I ever saw, even bolder than me. And she said, those women, when I started teaching on the blood of Jesus and that Lucy Rail's uh, gift was demonic, she said they just got up and left the meeting. And so what happened because of my newsletter and because of her exposure over there, um, Joel Easting blackballed us all over the country. Uh, Irene was getting in, uh, uh, not TBN, PTL, and the 700 Club, and I had been up on a couple of the international shows, but I wasn't big. I was just a a baby back then as a Christian. And uh, so, uh, but we were blackballed because we exposed Lucy well. And uh, so the next thing I know is uh, she's out at ORU, uh, and she's uh, doing a meeting out there prophesying over some of the most famous Word of Faith people around, including Billy Brim, who was the woman that plagiarized uh, Kenneth Kagan's books and rewrote uh, E.W. Kenyon, and his books caused people to go blinded too spiritually. But anyway, um, back in those days, uh, people didn't, they they believed in uh, uh, this submission that you were supposed to, particularly if you were a woman, you had to totally submit to these men. And even the wives were walking like uh, Muslim women over in my area, two steps behind their husbands. And uh, so I had uh, come out of politics and... I had been used to going to Washington, D.C. and talking to senators and congressmen and them coming to my house and me helping them with their campaigns and going over to Tallahassee and inaugurations and sitting at tables. I was elected state committee woman of my county, or three counties, I think it was. And so I was used to being uh, fairly equal back then. So I come in the body of Christ, the next thing you know, I'm the woman from Mars because I wasn't like all of those women that had been battered down by these male ministers. Now, you've got to understand that I was a woman that fought against the ERA women's lib. So I don't consider myself a woman's liver, by the way. But anyway, getting back to Irene, (coughs) she still ministered, but her ministry never her ministry was taken off like a rocket before she exposed Lucy Rail. Yeah. And so uh, uh, what happened was here in Jacksonville, I became the woman from out of space with some of the pastors here 
because I had exposed uh, uh, Benny Hinn. I had exposed Lucy Rail and um, a couple others I can't remember now. I did a newsletter on it and exposed the era from the biblical stand of, uh, standpoint. So yes. one of the local pastors here uh, told his people, don't go around Pat Holiday. She's a witch. She doesn't believe the way we believe. And they had simply gone to him asking him about Kenneth Copeland because they had gotten a hold of my newsletter where he told them that woman has no right to speak about a holy man of God like that. And uh, so make a long story short, um, he claimed that he called me and rebuked me on the telephone, which never happened. And uh, But what happened after that was... Um, couple from his church called me and they said he's going to show a film tonight and he's going to uncover Lucy Rail and the Lord told me to call you and this couple never called me before or since so I said oh I wouldn't miss this for the world so I go over there the church is packed out and I said oh Lord I wanted to sit right down front he said go on down there I got a seat for you I sit right in front of the pastor and he plays um, George um, Willis, Willie, Willie George's uh, tape that he exposed her of dropping feathers all over the sanctuary or wherever they were out of the ORU. And the man took the camera, and as she was taking the feathers out of one hand and dropping them on the floor, he took his camera and he slow-moted. And he kept making it go back and forth, the feathers falling on the floor, the feathers coming back to her hand. And so there was no question that she was dropping those feathers. And you can go up on the Internet and find all this stuff now because they got it up on the Internet. But um, so that's what I did. I wrote a letter exposing her and talking about my friend Irene and I exposing her back in the 80s. So uh, the Lord let me go right up there, sit right in the front row, right in front of the pastor who had lied and told somebody that he had called me and rebuked me. And they had this thing going in in that church at the time that you couldn't prophesy unless an elder, you wrote it out, and then the elder read it, and then you could prophesy well, I didn't know about that since I don't ever go to that church. And the Lord said, I want you to prophesy. I said, oh, Lord, don't make me do that. And he said, I want you to do it. And I stood up and gave a prophecy and everybody about fainted. Well, nobody did anything to me. Nobody said anything to me. And after the church, the pastor came up and said, thank you for that word. So the body of Christ, both charismatic, Pentecostal, Baptist, you name it, they've all set on women to keep women down, to keep them from being able to use the gifts that God has given them. But because God used me in the world, in politics, he took the talents that he gave me in the world, he taught me the Word of God, and then he has used me in the supernatural ministry of deliverance and healing the sick and preaching the word. And uh, as I told my friend, I said, you know, 
I said, these men didn't give me this gift, and they'll never take it away from me. If God wants it, he can have it. And I know I hear his voice. And so that's the way I've walked all of these years, Omega Men. And I just encourage women out there, uh, just stay biblically based in your faith. Uh, read the Word every day. Let the Holy Ghost become your teacher. Don't believe every wind in doctrine. And if you find somebody, whether he be a preacher, a friend, a husband, I don't care who it is, don't let anybody control you. Uh, you know, witchcraft is just simply somebody else trying to control your will. You're a free agent, ladies. And as I told the ladies throughout these many years, I told them, I said, ladies, when you stand before the judgment seat, you're going to give an account of your life. Your husband's not going to say, but Lord, she was in submission to me, and I ruled over her, so ask me the questions. That isn't going to happen that way. The Lord is going to say, why did you let him control you like that? That is not in my Bible. So listen very carefully. Let the Lord develop you. Be free in the spirit, which brings me to the subject matter that we have tonight. We were going to talk about witchcraft in the church, and I just really did talk about it because that thing that's going on is still going on in the third wave movement. The difference is, is back then it wasn't given the name the third wave. It was called the Word of Faith movement. And uh, then it began to develop into the third wave with the Peter Wagner and others, uh, the prophetic movement and uh, others. And they, uh, uh, what's his name? Todd, all of them. And then it began to come together just recently in the last three or four years because what the body of Christ doesn't understand is they're manifested sons of God. And what are those people? The manifested sons of God is a group of people that just simply believes that Jesus is the God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, and they do not believe in the Trinity. And what they believe is a lot of strange gospels, a lot of strange uh, things. And one of the things that they, that was one of their doctrines I remember so clearly was that um, they were going to have a war. They named it Joel's Army. And uh, in Joel's Army, they've got just like generals and sergeants and enlisted people just like a regular army. And that army has been being trained for the purpose of taking over the church of Jesus Christ. This is their words, not mine. What they plan to do is to come and every Christian that is real, drive them out of the church and then take over the church and the church buildings. They will perfect that move to what they understand perfection to be, which is not the word of God and Jesus Christ. It's the New World Order Church, my friends. And then they plan to take over the governments of the world. They've got teachings about uh, getting the wealth coming into their hands. They pray. They have circles 
notice I say circles of prayer warriors all over the world. There's a woman by the name of Cindy, um, it'll come to me. Uh, she's head, she's the head of the uh, general. Cindy Jacobs. Cindy Jacobs. She heads their intercessors. Cindy Jacobs goes and takes Christians up when the stock market fell a couple of years ago up to the uh, Wall Street and had a prayer meeting in front of the bull, uh, which is nothing but the statue of Baal, with Christians going over and rubbing, how can I say, the B-A-L-L. You could say it? the um, the male parts. <laughs> okay, the male parts. In case you couldn't spell. <laughs> but the well, Texas, they call them is, um, they call oysters. Yeah, <laughs> Rocky Mountain oysters. Well, uh, Christians are up there rubbing them for luck. Oh, have mercy. She's up. They're up there with their hands up in the air, singing songs, praying for the transference of wealth to come in to. Uh, Peter Wagner's ministry, because he's the apostle of all of these heretics, and the transference of wealth, and then they take over the world, they perfect the world, and then Jesus comes. That's simply their their theology, in a nutshell. That's as bad, <laughs> That's as, bad as what my <laughs> wife described. Um, he's renting a small hall over in Costa Rica, and uh, turns out the, the, uh, the older property. You're breaking up to me. Oh, I'm breaking up, aren't I? Well, to me, I don't know about the chat room. Okay. Basically, what happened is uh, a next door turned out to be a witch. They had a little Buddha idol. And uh, the lady, if you came over to visit her, she would say, I want you to rub the belly. It'll (laughs) be Yeah. Uh, They got you out of there. And you know, when you go into a Chinese restaurant, you just consciously look and you'll find the Buddha. And uh, they go in, the restaurant owner comes in, and what she does is she um, or he rub that belly so that they have good luck and financial success. So what we're dealing with over here in America, actually, uh, Omega Man, is... We have, they've not only transferred uh, this witchcraft into the church, but they've uh, transferred what I call Eastern religious practices into the church. And that's all Kundalini is. Kundalini spirit is a, is a demon. And what he does is he um, impersonates the Holy Spirit. And he can make you feel good. They call it the Kundalini Awakening. And uh, he can give people dreams and visions, and he makes their bodies feel like they're on fire and all kinds of things. And uh, you can only tell the difference if you if if the Holy Ghost shows you the difference in the manifestations. Uh, I know the difference because I walk with the d- discerning of spirits. But you can actually see the difference if you go up on the internet if you have it. Type in Kundalini, K-U-N-D-I-N-L-I-N-I, and put Hindu, and then put Christian. 
and you it, it'll take you to the sites where they have shown you how the difference uh how the kundalini spirit uh acts uh in Christians that have the kundalini spirit they act exactly like Hindus that have it and so it's an eastern religious spirit and it's a snake uh in the spirit realm it looks like a cobra and it it uh, goes down into the spine and quarrels down at the base of the spine. And then when a person gets at what they call in the spirit, it, it begins to crawl up the spine and it'll come up to the head and it will suddenly go off into the mind. And uh, when it goes off into the mind, the person drops into a spiritual trance that they call nirvana. Uh, we call it in psychiatry over here because our pastors don't know anything spiritually. Uh, it's called catatonic trance in, in, uh, in, uh, when the psychiatrist takes, uh, the people into the insane asylums over here. Over there, the parents and the family will bathe that person. They think that person is holy. And they will kneel before that person and they'll treat that person like they do their statues, a worshiper or him. And uh, that person becomes a living God. And so if you're in a group that's telling you you can be a God, that's what your future may be. Just think about that. Right, Omega Man? Yeah, that's horrible, Pat, but that is going on in church. The church got a lot of witchcraft going on, and uh, you know the witches meet and they plot things out. They make concerted efforts to infiltrate churches and work their way up, and even into uh, Sunday school positions, you know, ministers of music, uh, even in the pulpit. So you've got to be on. Well, you know, I can speak to that. I've I've ministered to people that. I've ministered to several different witches that uh, ministered in churches in the in the children's department. Uh, they always go after the children, and uh, they like to get the children when they're young because it's hard to change them when they grow older. And uh, if you've got a pastor that's sending your, your child to the Narnia movies or over to uh, Harry Potter movies or or uh, some of these other magical movies that are out. Uh, you better take them out of that church because I will guarantee you when that child gets to be uh, 8, 9, 10 years old, they're going to not want to come to church. Church is boring to those children because the devil has already taken over their minds. And so we're in a warfare and the church is in a warfare. But however, in America, the pastors are not aware of it. They just think that they can go to church and just do whatever they want to, preach these little Bible stories, you know. But the Bible is very specific that in the latter days, uh, the devil will bring in false doctrines into uh, the church. Now, I'm going to read you a couple of scriptures quickly. In 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 4, it says, Now, 
the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, and commanding to abstain from meats, which God has created to receive, to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. So as the devil is spreading these weeds into the church, the Bible uh, clearly shows us that there will still be those that will believe. And so the point that I'm making is that you have to make sure that you're sitting in the right pew in this day and time and that your your preacher is holy and not just feigning holiness. Now, another scripture is in 1 John 4 that I hardly ever hear anybody quote or know, and it says, uh, John 4 warns, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they be of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know we the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God, and this is that spirit, the Antichrist, whereof you have heard should come, and even now is already in the world. So the Bible's very clear that the devil is going to bring weeds and he's going to plant those weeds into the body of Christ. And it clearly shows that there's going to be a big falling away in many places. And uh, I feel sorry for those people that think that once you're saved, you're always saved. The, uh, The Bible says... There will be a great falling away just before Jesus comes. And preaching that you can go out and do anything you want to and sin and still be saved is of of the devil and is uh, just filling the churches with these kind of people that are going to fall away. In 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 5, it says, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who shall judge the quick and the dead at the appearing of his kingdom. Preach the word, be in season, out of season. Now give this part, friends. Rebuke, reprove, exhort with all long-suffering. What doctrine? For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. What doctrine? But after their own lust, they shall heap uh, themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned into fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, Do not work, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. Notice the verse, it says, I charge thee therefore before God and Jesus Christ. So 
you've got the perfect teacher in the world, Paul, talking to us, telling us there's going to be a great falling away. Jesus says in the book of Revelation there's going to be a great falling away and infiltration. And that's what we're in, friends. Whenever a witch can come in with bleeding hands and hold her hands, which, by the way, you can see that up on that uh, newsletter that I wrote up on remnantradio.org. You can see uh, I put a link up to YouTube that shows her bleeding hands. And I particularly, when you link into that, I particularly want you to notice the color of the blood. The blood is a light blood. It's not a deep blood comes from a vessel. It's dark. Just notice, just start becoming an observant so that you can tell. Amen? Now, one more verse, and then we'll, I'll, stop, I'll stop on this part. But it says, um, For if he that cometh that preaches another Jesus, oh, you can have another Jesus, whom we have not preached. Oh, the word is warning us that you can get another Jesus. It's not the word of God, Jesus. Or you can receive another spirit. Oh, could that be Kundalini, uh, which you have not received? Or another gospel, and they do preach another gospel. They preach that angels come and heal the sick. My Bible tells me that we shall lay hands on the sick and cast out devils, and they shall be healed and delivered. In the name of Jesus, it's no angel that ministers in when I when I stand up and and minister in for people. It's the anointing that Jesus placed on my life, and that happens because I believe in Him and I use His Word. And then notice this last little bit of this scripture. It says, "Which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with Him." Now, when Paul came into Galatian, he was so distressed, and he said to that church, Oh, you foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? And what had happened is Paul had come into this church, taught them the Word of God, went on his evangelistic ministry, came back, and they had already fallen under the powers of a witch or a wizard. That's all that scripture means. And what I'm warning you about today, chat room and people that are listening in your cars, I spend a lot of time in study and uh, in prayer before the Lord, and I'm sure Omega Man is studying and praying also. But I'm going to tell you something. You can hear these sermons. You can hear demons fleeing. But that's not all there is to this. You've got to get connected into the Word, or you are not going to make it. You cannot be reading these perverse Bibles. You've got to get connected into Jesus Christ himself with the Holy Spirit as your teacher, or you will not make it. I'm telling you the truth. Uh, You know, I make a man a couple of weeks ago. We had a man to call from England, and that man said, He told us, he said, um, the Holy Ghost told him Pat Holiday. That's all he knew. He didn't know what that meant. 
And finally, one day, he turned on the computer and turned into Omega Man's radio show and said, oh, there's Pat Holliday. That's supernatural work of God going on in that man's life. And we ended up working with him for about a good hour. And he got free, gave his heart to Jesus, lifted his hands up, came forth and speaking with the with the tongues that Paul himself spoke with, I might add, and also praising Jesus with all of his his light his might. So what I'm telling you, this is real, my friends. And there's a part of the Bible that's been left out in America, and that part is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, uh, speaking in tongues, laying hands on the sick, they shall recover, the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, and it just happens to be deliverance, discerning of spirits, is among the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. And how these people come across calling themselves Bible teachers and they can't see that. They better drop to their knees and start praying because my Bible tells me if you come against the power of the Holy Ghost and you attribute that power to that of the devil, you will not be forgiven in this life or the life to come. Wake up. This is real stuff that we're hearing tonight. This is not playtime Christianity. This is a time when we've got to get serious about our own walks first, and then we've got to repent, come to the throne, ask Jesus, what do you want me to do? That's what Paul did. Paul got slain on the way to Damascus, and he said, who are you, Lord? What would you have me to do? And God sent him out to preach the gospel to the Gentiles because the Jews had already rejected the gospel, and he became the prophet, the uh, teacher to the Gentiles. And it was four or five years, I forgot how many anymore, but before he went and met Peter, and uh, before he got acquainted with the apostles, he was out there preaching the word of God. Friends, get real. Jesus knows. Jesus knows what He's doing, and he's called you for such a time as this. Is your whole family in the church? Mine's not. Are all your friends Christians? No. How about all those friends that you used to know when you used to go to church? Uh Uh-uh, I hardly know anybody that I used to know that used to go to church. I used to go up to Danae's, my French restaurant here in Jacksonville, where I take a mega man when he comes. And we, it, you used to be packed out with Christians, and now you never see them. We sit there long enough and talk. We'll see the bar people come in, but we don't see hardly any Christians coming in. Friends, get real. Tonight is the night of salvation. Today is the day that you have to repent. Today is the day that you have to get deliverance. Today is the day that you have to ask Jesus to forgive you and be your personal savior. Omega man. I'm not hearing him. So I'll I'll just continue to talk to you. <laughs> in it in and out. 
Can y'all hear him? Somebody write. Can people hear Omega Man? Talk Omega Man. Yes. Uh, no, they can't. They can't. They can't hear you, Omega Man. Well, uh, you know, we've done a lot of deliverance up on this uh, show since it, or this program, and uh, we've had a lot of serious cases come through. We've seen uh, witches uh, delivered. We've seen wizards delivered. We saw one time a whole witchcraft family delivered from mother, a husband a child, daughter, the whole family came up and got delivered. We've seen people from all over the world come through these doors and get delivered. But here's here's the here's the part. Um you can hear me, can't you? Here's the part. When you get delivered, you just don't go away and say, "Well, that was good, now I'm free, I can go over to here, so-and-so. Well, see, you found your freedom here. This is where you're going to be taught. This is where you're going to learn how to stay free. This is where you're going to see God move, because the power of God comes on this program. This is where you're going to learn uh, the Word of God. Uh, don't go running all over to this person I've seen over my years, you know, we have a church here in Jacksonville, and we've had over the years people sneaking in from other churches to be set free, and we would spend hours, uh, you know, with them. Uh, Omega Man, they want to know, can they still call in on the second hour? You'll have to write to them, I guess. Um they they uh, they would come in. We would spend hours casting devils out, and then they'd sneak back over and uh, go to their uh, big church, where their uh, pastors got the big house and the big car and the jet plane, and they would uh, dance and have a good time and listen to the weak gospel, get demon possessed again, and we would do it for them again. We'd we'd. They'd come back. We'd cast the devils out. And then when I missed, uh, met uh, Bishop Kenko, Bishop Kenko told us, he said, in Africa, they come in from the darkness. The first thing we do is we break the demonic curses from families coming down the family line shown over in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy 28 and other places. And he said then... Uh, we cast out all of the devils that they have been involved with, like um, witchcraft, fortune-telling, wizardry, or whatever. And he said, and then uh, we fill them with the Holy Ghost and tell them to get in the Word, and they come to church, and we teach them how to live clean and holy. And he said, now, sometimes they'll fall back, and then we go out and look for them. And he said, then uh, we do the same thing for him the second time. He said, and we warn him. He said, the third time we go back, and he said, this time we do that same thing. He said, the difference is this time we warn him, and we say to them, 
Now we're never coming back. You better you better come to church. You better stay holy. You better stay in the word. If you have a problem, come and tell us so that we can minister to you. But we're not coming back. This is your last call. And he said, if they go back after the third time, he said, the witches and wizards come and get them and kill them within six weeks. See, this is a dangerous ministry. It's not a ministry to play around with. It's not playtime Christianity. This is uh, first century Christianity that we're preaching. It's not playtime. You can't play around with the devils and you can't play around with sin. Because sin will kill you, and if you play around with the devils, they will kill you. You've got to get close to Jesus, and you've got to know the truth. Because Jesus said, the truth shall set you free. And Jesus said, I came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. Jesus didn't come to just let you sit and get devils cast out of you day in and day out, and you never live your faith. What kind of faith is that, that you can never get free? If you are in the deliverance ministry and you still think you've got 2,000 devils in you, you need to get out of the ministry. You're not a deliverance minister anyway. That is preposterous. I, I'm just shocked that people say things like that. I've been in the deliverance ministry 35 years. You know what? When you read Luke... And you see the man in the tomb and Jesus coming out of the boat. The man runs to Jesus and he says, uh, help me, help me. And the demon says, what are we to do with you? The demon spoke out of that man's voice. He knew who Jesus was. And Jesus called him. He says, what is your name? He says, Legion, because there are many. Of us, do you know how many devils legions are? Two thousand to six thousand. That's how many devils there are. But where was that guy? He was in the tombs, bashing his heads up against the walls, and he was screaming out uh, uh, for Jesus to deliver him. He wasn't in the city trying to cast devils out of people with him demon possessed himself. I'm telling you, I'm appalled at some of the stuff that some of these people are saying. And you should be too. We need to live a holy life before the Lord. And Jesus said, whosoever the Son shall set free shall be free indeed. There comes a time that you can be free. You can't be in the ministry 20 years with 2,000 devils in you. I'm sorry. I don't believe that. You need deliverance. Omega Man? I can't hear any. I can't I can't hear you still. Can y'all hear? No, they they can't they they can't hear. If you've got questions for Omega Man, I'll tell you what, if you'll write them, I'll ask him to them. Because I don't want him not to be in part of the show. Uh, if you got something that he wants to answer, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll put it that way. Just write him my question. They're saying we're all here, Pat. 
<laughs> so I'm just telling you that the deliverance ministry is real. It's just like the healing ministry. The healing ministry is real. Uh, somebody just wrote a mega man that they had Freemasons in their families. I have a book up on um, remnantradio.org, and it's called Masonry. Um, uh, Paul told me it's one of the third best downloads that he has up there. Uh, you know, every my whole town is just full of Masons. And uh, masonry is the highest level of witchcraft that you can be in almost. But uh, the lo- people that are at, at the lower echelons of it, they don't realize it. They think it's a fraternal order or something. But masonry is a very serious thing. And so if you've ever been in masonry, you can go up there to remnantradio.org and pull that down. I think it's free. And uh, it, I think it only goes up to 33 degrees. Um, those degrees go up higher than that. But you need to find out what you're in. You need to renounce it. And you need to uh, get deliverance. And maybe one night Omega Man and I will do a program on it and do a mass deliverance on that for you. Would that be good, Omega Man? Yes. And and it goes back, you know, somebody just said my grandfather. It can go back ten generations. Uh, curses go back three to four generations. And as far as ten, uh, a tenth generational curse will come down on uh, families that have bastards on them. You know, it might surprise you, but the insiders, the the New World Order people, they all um, uh, have bastard children that they put into high places, and some of those children don't even know that they could be a Rothschild or a Rockefeller or one of these high people, you know. Rita broke it off, or Rita broke it all. So... um if you um if you're here tonight and you want to go through mass deliverance that's what we're going to do i think the phones will be open um i don't know that i'll i don't know if omega man will be able to hear you he may be able to hear you if he can he'll be typing in like he did before if he can heal you he'll be ministering with me uh, my uh, web page is petholiday.com, and my uh, other web page is uh, miracleinternetchurch.com, and you can find me on omegamanradio.com. And uh, I want to uh, challenge you to get the book, Rich Doctor and the Man. Also, we're trying to raise money so that we can uh, pay for uh, Witch Doctor and the man, Bishop Canco, to be able to come on this radio show with us. He's going to have to go up on a satellite connection. The electricity in his village sometimes is only on a couple of hours a day. So if you would like to contribute to that, if you will just... uh, uh, 
let Omega Man know uh, we're going to try to co- collect enough that we can pay for um, Bishop Canco to have Skype coming on the satellite. So just pray about it and help us to pray some of that finance in. And we're on the break now, Omega Man. Somebody type. All right, let's try that again. All right, Dr. Pat, do I have you back? Omega Man has (laughs) entered the building. (laughs) I don't know how long my connection will hold up, but uh, I am back room, so I'm going to try to be able to stay in this time and communicate with you even if my volume drops. Uh, Shall we go to some phone calls? Uh, Yeah. Have you tried that by being on the outside of the building? Well, I'm on a hardwired connection, so I'm uh, sharing an Internet connection in a small apartment complex, and uh, Costa Rica just isn't Panama. What can I say? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I'm in the third world. Well, uh, they don't even have sewage <laughs> systems down here. Can you believe that? Oh, my. I don't well, know where the sewage goes. Well, you know, goes. there's a, a little old lady that uh, comes to our church, and uh, she uh, she has the very final stages of cancer. She's 85 years old, and she's fighting with everything that she's got. She just does not want to die. And uh, so the doctors won't treat her anymore. And, of course, we're praying, but we're calling out to our prayer warriors tonight. Her name is Rachel. And so put Rachel on your prayer list and uh, pray with us for Rachel. She wants to be healed, and there's no reason why she can't go home healthy. That's the way I look at it. You want to pray for her, Omega Man? Well, you know, Dr. Pat, um, can uh, let me do a sound check. Can anybody hear me? I can hear you perfectly. Okay. Well, what we'll do is I'll try to pray, and if not, uh, you have to pick up the slack. But um, we are opening up the lines, and so as long as I can communicate through the chat room, uh, I'll be able to um, get the people on the line. And, Dr. Pat, you can pray for them. We have uh, the lines already starting to light up. Okay, okay. so... Give me a rundown again on Rachel. What is her need? Uh, she's uh, in the very final stages of cancer, but she's saying that she's in a great deal of pain today. Okay. Well, let's lift Rachel up. Uh, is she in the hospital right now? She's home. She's 85. You know, we're under the Obama plan where they don't take care of old people anymore much. Well, God have mercy. Well, let's just lift up Rachel tonight. Um, did the uh, any description of what type of cancer it is, where it's located? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. I think it's just all over her now. Okay. Well, Father God, we just lift up Rachel right now. In agreement with uh, Dr. Pat and the, the believers out there, we just take authority over this foul, wicked spirit of cancer, this spirit of infirmity. We bind it in Jesus' name. We command it to loose its grip on Rachel right now and come out yes, in the name yes, of Jesus Christ. We curse this cancer like Jesus cursed the fig tree and command it to shrivel up and die right now. And we loose the healing power of God into Rachel. And we say, be healed right now in Jesus' name. And we ask God that you would loose ministering spirits to her right now. We cover with the blood of Jesus. We rebuke the death angel. We rebuke, rebuke death and destruction. We command it to 
on her in the name of Jesus Christ. We Amen. ask God that you would surround her with the warrior angels and for this lady right now in the name of Jesus. Believe that she'll be Amen. healed right now. Amen. God bless her. We're all in agreement with that. Yes, indeed. Well, Dr. Patton, let's get your first caller on the line from area code 302. Okay. Call 302. Go ahead, caller. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. You can hear me? Yes. My name is Blanche. I'm a first-time yes, caller. Uh-huh. My, my girlfriend, Lisa, here in Delaware, wants you to send, um, to have your people to pray for me. I am also uh, diagnosed with cancer. Uh. And I am 53, and I am suffering very badly, and I thank Lisa for getting me in touch so I can have some more people praying for me. Oh, yes, and you came to the right place. We pray, we pray tonight, and we pray tomorrow night, too, at 8. And uh, we want to challenge our people to tune in tomorrow night and tell people that we will be happy to pray for them, too. Uh, I believe that cancer is a spirit, and the way Omega Man just prayed, I believe that he thinks it's a spirit, and many of you out there think it's a spirit. I know that I've cast it out, plus AIDS, many times. And uh, so um, are you a Christian? I am uh I was baptized Catholic. Yes. And I do pray daily, but at times now I have been struggling with my faith with Jesus. Uh-huh. Yes. And I do not want to lose my faith. I get I have anger, depression, yes. and misunderstanding as to why uh-huh. My life has taken this path. How old did you say you are? 53. Okay. Uh, what I want to do first for you is we need to make sure that you're saved. And yes. so uh, you want to uh, say uh, a little prayer with me? Yes. Uh, say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I'm a sinner. I am a sinner. And I ask you to forgive me. And I ask you to forgive me. I repent of every sin. I repent of every sin. And I repent for every sin coming down my family line upon me. And I repent for every sin... Coming down the family line. Coming down the family line. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The Bible says... The Bible says... 
That you came to set me free. That you came to set me free. And to forgive me of all of my sins. And to forgive me of all my sins. And I ask you tonight. And I ask you tonight. To come and live in my heart. To come and live in my heart. Be my personal Savior. Be my personal Savior. And the Bible says... And the Bible says... That you died on the cross for my sins. That you died on the cross for my sins. And tonight... And tonight... I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Because you have forgiven me. Because you have forgiven me. And your Bible also says... And your Bible also says... That by your stripes... That by your stripes... I am healed. I am healed. Touch me, Lord Jesus. Touch me, Lord Jesus. Heal me from my head. Heal me from my head. To my feet. To my feet. Now, I'm going to pray for you, and Omega Man will be praying for you on the chat room. And all I want you to do is to take some deep breaths, and we're going to make that leap, okay? Okay. In the name of Jesus, I command the spirit of cancer. All those family curses shown over in Deuteronomy 28, every sin, everything that has come into this woman to be bound in the name of Jesus. We cage you and we command that you will leave her instantly, immediately. Take a deep breath and we command this spirit of cancer, destruction, death, pain, uh, every devil that has come to rob, kill, and steal, because Jesus said the devil came to do that, but that he came to give her life and give it to her more abundantly. We release abundant life over you from your head to your feet. Take a deep cough and cough all that gook out. Make it leap in the name of Jesus. That's right. Make it go. Every bit. Every bit. Nothing can stay. We disconnect her from all religious spirits. Kundalini, we break your powers. We cut your tail, your head off, and we command that you come up and out immediately in Jesus' name. Instantly. All the spirits of mind control. We bind you up in the name of Jesus. We forbid you to work on her mind, all religious spirits, doubt, unbelief, all of those talking to the dead spirits. We disconnect her from Rome in the name of Jesus and into the throne of Jesus Christ. We give you glory and praise. All doubt, you will come out. In the name of Jesus, take a deep breath and cough it out. (coughs) Every bit. (coughs) 
good. They're coming. Let me ask you something. Are you, uh, uh, do you uh, have um, unforgiveness towards anyone? Yes. Uh, uh, who would that be? My mother. Okay. Did she abuse you? Yes. Did she Mentally. abuse you verbally? Not sexually, just verbally? Verbally, physically, not sexually. Okay, okay. Is she still alive? Yes. Are you still in contact with her? Yes, but I do not do it often. Okay. Now, number one, let me say this to you. Unforgiveness. Jesus told us that if we don't forgive others, he will not forgive us. Also, he tells us in the word to forgive over and over and over in Jesus' name. In other words, no matter what anybody does to you, forgive. And I'm paraphrasing now. Mm -hmm. But the reason for it is, Having unforgiveness towards somebody doesn't hurt that person. They don't care whether you love them or hate them or forgive them or anything uh, because they probably feel the same way towards you. What it does is it turns around and, and it opens a door and it lets spirits to come in and attack you physically. And it will bring cancer. It will bring uh, paralysis. Uh, arthritis, inflammation, all kinds of things it will attack you with. And so Jesus knew that when he told you to forgive, he knew that if you didn't, you would be wide open to be attacked all the time with physical illnesses. Now, here's the point. Unforgiveness is not a... um, Feeling. It's not a mushy feeling of, oh, I feel so bad that I didn't forgive her. What it is, it's an act of your will. You will to forgive her. That's what it is. And so I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. By an act of my will. By an act of my will. I ask you. I ask you today today to help me to forgive my mother to help me to forgive my mother take away from me all of the hurt take away from me all the hurt and the pain and the pain and every abusive curse that she's ever placed on me. Oh, God. In every abuse and curse that she has put on me. I do forgive her. I do forgive her. And Satan, you have no power over me. Satan, you have no power over me. And by an act of my will... And by an act of my will, I command you to go into the cage. 
I command you to go into the cage. Right now. Right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I command all of the hurt. I command all of the hurt. To get into the cage. To get into the cage. Tonight I bind the strong man. Tonight I bind the strong man. Over my life. Over my life. Uh, do you smoke? Uh, not no more. That's good. Do you drink? No. Alcohol? On a social basis, not daily or nothing. It's maybe twice a year. Okay. Uh, do you take drugs? No. Okay. So we bind the strong man over your life in the name of Jesus. And we command all of the generational curses that's shown over in Deuteronomy 28, uh, back to the fourth generation according to Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 12, Exodus 20, 13 through 15. We break your powers right now, and you will release yourself from my sister's mind, from her life, and from everything that she does. You have no authority over her, not one bit of authority. And from this day forward, she will walk free. Have you ever had an abortion? No. Yes, good. Have you committed adultery? Yes. And fornication? One. Okay. Uh, are you married now? No. No? No. Okay. Uh, what I want you to do is say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I break the powers of adultery. I break the powers of adultery. Incest. Incest. Fornication. What was that word, hun? Fornication. Fornication. That's sexual activity. Uh, okay. Lust, immorality, uncleanliness. I break lust. those powers. Lust I command and... them to go into the cage. I command them to go into the cage. And leave now. Take a deep cough and cough them out. <coughs> Everyone. All you foul spirits, come out of her right now in Jesus Christ's name. The Lord rebuke you. In Jesus' name. See, we can come out of her right now in Jesus' name. We command every devil to be bound. They cannot hurt her. They cannot touch her in any way. And we ask uh, God, the Father, to send the angels to stand in front of her. And also, Jesus, you are the deliverer. And we bind up right now uh, demons that have hurt her, cruelty, murder, rage, angry, seething, temper devils, 
tantrums, malice, destruction, verbal, physical threatening devils, every punishing devils, all explosive devils, devils of of destruction, hatred, self-hatred, violence, retaliation, verbal abuse, hurting people's feelings, slander, balance, gossip. Come out. Come Come out. out. All of it, please. Come out. Deep breath. Just take a deep breath and cough it out. All of it. Every bit of it. Every spirit. Every devil affecting her body. Cancer, you Loose, come out with right a blackout. Sleepiness. Come nervous right now, stomach. You will come out. You Be weakening. will come out. Come in Jesus out. Name. Instantly. Oh my God. You have hit well, on evil oh. Come out in Jesus. Murder. Adultery. Sexual immorality. Theft. Come out in the name of Jesus. False testimony. Slanderous <laughs> devils. Be weakened by the Evil blood of Jesus. Thought, Come out. Sexual immorality, <coughs> theft, adultery, murder, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, folly. Come out. All of the spirits of Im- impurity, debauchery, jealousy, disgrace, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, selfishness, dissensions, (coughs) envy, drunkenness, We bind you, you foul spirits. Come out right now. Everyone. (coughs) Now, we bind up right now the sinful nature of rebellion, rebellion towards parents and parents' rebellion towards you. We command those spirits to go into the cage. Sinful nature. Take a deep, deep call. Deep call. You foul spirits, come out of her right now. Loose and let her go in the name of Jesus Christ. And we break witchcraft that came down her family lines. We break all hexes and vexes and curses and spells off of her. We send it back to the originating demon sevenfold in Jesus' name right now. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is upon her. You've got to let her go. You've got to go let her go. Any spirits in of necromancy, come out of her right now in the name of Jesus. Any spirits of rosary bead, come out right now in the name of Jesus. Loose and let her go. <laughs> let her Lighting go. candles. Practicing false prayers to dead saints. In the name of Jesus. We come against self-rejection. Low self-esteem, inferiority, insecurity, inadequacy, sadness, grief, sorrow, self-accusations, self-condemnation, inability or refusal to communicate, fear of failure, fear of others, fear of men, fear of women, Come out right uh, in Jesus anxiety, name. worry. Depression. We're not talking to her. Negative. We're talking to the foul, wicked spirits. You come out right now in Jesus' name. Loose and let, let her, her go. Apply the blood Hopeless. of Jesus to her right now and pour the blood of Jesus down the throat of these foul spirits. Come out right now. Everyone. 
Father God, loose angels to surround her and attack formations. The angels of God go in with a sword and drive these foul spirits up and out in Jesus' name. The name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, the fruit of rejection is all bound. It has no power over you. Covetousness, self-pity, criticism, judgment, envy, jealousy, arrogance. Lucy, let her go right now. Jesus, come out. Come out Emotional right now. immaturity. Let Lucy, her go. Let her now. Pain. The rest of development. Come on right now. Hate, variance, emulation, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, Indians, drunkenness. Come out. Come out in the name of Jesus. We also cut any ungodly soul ties connected to her and others right now in Jesus' name. And the Bible says, a wounded spirit who can bear. And you have a wounded spirit. And the uh, the thing about the wounded spirit is you just walk around all the time wishing that you could die. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a little voice will speak to you and say, don't you want to commit suicide? Mm-hmm. You're not worthy. Nobody loves you. And it pushes you to withdraw and go and hide away in your room and it uh, yes. tells you that you are a worthless person. Yes. Isn't that right? Yes. Well, you know, you know, that's the way it was before you got saved, okay? okay. And today you asked Jesus uh, to save you, didn't you? Yes, I did. You believe yes, he I saved did. you? Yes, I pray and hope, and yes, I want to believe, no, no. and yes. All right, let me tell you something. What what do you see a wound as? Isn't a wound like a cut and you bleed and yes. that cut bleeds and it's painful? Yes. Uh, I want you today uh, to speak to your new Savior. And I want you to say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Your Bible tells me. Your Bible tells me that I'm a new creation. That I am a new creation. That means today. That means today. That you recreated me instantly. That you recreated me instantly. That means that I'm instantly a new person. That means that I am instantly a new person. That means that I no longer belong to a worldly physical family. That I no longer belong to a worthy physical family. I belong to you. I belong to you. And I have a new father. And I have a new father. He would never hurt me. He will never hurt me. And today. And today. I see myself as that new creation. I see myself as that new creation. Which says, the Bible says. Which says, the Bible says. Old things pass away. Old things pass away. All things are made new. 
all things are made new. And as they called these devils out of me. And as they called these devils out of me. From the old. From the old. They must obey. They must obey. They must go into the cage. They must go into the cage. And they must leave me instantly. And they must leave me instantly. Because Jesus is my Savior. Because Jesus is my Savior. My healer. My healer. And my deliverer. And my deliverer. And you will obey. And you will obey. Immediately. Immediately. And when the minute you leave me. And the minute you leave me. My emotions shall be healed. My emotions shall be healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now I bind all of those spirits that we've been calling out. I command them to go into the cage now. Rejection, abuse, hate, unbelief, depression, fear of failure, inadequacy. All of these devils that we have called out so far, you come out and you get right into that cage right now. Everyone, all, not one can stay. All of those rejection spirits, you must obey. Every bit. Now take another deep breath. I'm coughing less and it's it's getting less. (coughs) Yeah, yeah, well, they're leaving. Now, all family witchcraft, you get into the cage, all control coming down the family line, any masonry coming down the family line, we command you to get in the cage. What did your daddy do for a living? He worked at the refinery. Mm-hmm. Was he, was he um, a mason? No. Was he religious? Yes. Is he still alive? No, he passed on. Did he abuse you? Uh, physically, under the demand of my mother. Okay. Uh, did you forgive him? Yes. Okay, that's good. And so yeah, now all... Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Uh, this is Shannon Davis. Uh, were you married before? Yes, for 30 years. Are you still married or are you divorced now? Divorced. Was there any issue of adultery on the part of your husband? Yes. And how about any children? Did you all have kids? Yes, we have one beautiful daughter. She's 35. Okay. Um, you still have any bitterness against what your husband did? Excuse me? Dr. Pat? Did you, you forgive you your husband? Did I forgive my husband? Yes. Uh-huh. He is my best friend. Okay. Oh, that's good. He became a Christian. Yes. Okay. Oh, good. Uh, Okay, now, uh, what we're working on right now for you Mm -hmm. is uh, mental, 
because whenever a rejection comes from a, a, a parent, it hurts the mind of the child for life yes. unless they find Jesus in deliverance. Yes. And forgiveness is the biggest step, and you have done that. And so uh, we're going to work just a little bit on these spirits that, that work around in the mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a spirit that comes down the family line. It's called a familiar spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of the door openers that keep you uh, feeling lost, lonely, rejected, nobody cares for me, and that you don't love yourself. Well, today, I just taught you that you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. So that old self is gone. Okay, but we're healing your memories now and your emotions, and we're doing we're getting rid of those spirits that torment you in those areas. And so, as we call these spirits out, you just take deep breaths and call them out. Okay. 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 You familiar spirit that's come down this family line of abuse, anger. The spirit that tears this girl apart with its voice, with its Lucy, anger, let her go right now. In the name of Jesus. You come out right now in the name of Jesus. Be weakened in the name Paranoia. of Jesus Christ. Let her go right Anxiety. now. Anxiety. Come out. <coughs> come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Neurosis. Schizophrenia. Mind control. We bind you. Come out. All mental problems. Be weakened in the name of Jesus Brain damage. We bind up uh, uh, Leviathan. We cut its tail off, its heads off. We command it to come right out instantly. Octopuses. And now when we talk about these kind of things, there's not a physical octopus or a physical uh, snake down in the back or anything. This is the forms in the spirit realms that these demonic forces take they can take the uh they can ta- they can look like human beings i've seen them before uh they can look like animals and they can look like bugs cockroaches flies all different kinds of uh manifestations that they can take so when we call out leviathan or octopus or something like that uh, we're just simply calling out the form that that particular spirit has taken. And the reason that we call it out by its name and its form is because, um, as you well know, an octopus has eight legs. And the octopus legs reach out and they wrap around uh, other organs in a person's body, which causes sickness. And also, it has those little suction cups on it, and it sucks the blood of that person, draining that person of energy, and it causes uh, mental confusion. And uh, octopus itself is usually comes in from mind control. And uh, so I, I just wanted to explain that clearly to people so that they have an understanding of what's going on uh, because if you just call these things out they just think what a weird bunch of people you know so you spirit of leviathan and octopus 
we cut your legs off. Uh, we command uh, the uh, squid spirit, the octopus spirit, to come out right now. Just come out. Leviathan. Loosen, let her go right now, in Jesus' name. Come out. Leviathan comes we in the form you. You of, come a out dragon, of right now. a dragon, a snake. In the name of Jesus. And we cut its tails off. It has seven heads. Pour the blood of we Jesus cut in your Come out, you foul Now, spirits. when we cut these parts of these spirits off like that, all we're doing is we're disabling their holding power to latch on to a part of a person's bone or a part of their body so that it's harder for them to come out. When If we detach these parts of the body, uh, of the spirit, uh, and the Lord has to do that. We just ask him to do it by saying, we cut your tail off. The Lord cuts its tail off. Uh, when we do that, it's so that um, we can get that spirit out quicker and easier, faster. And so that's all that's going on for anybody that uh, that uh, wants to know what's going on here. In Jesus' name. So we bind these spirits that have been called out so far, and we command you to leave. In the name of Jesus. Now... Somebody up on the chat room, you just keep coughing. Keep coughing them out. <coughs> Somebody up on the chat room said this. They said, Command you, foul spirits, to manifest seen, and come up and out right now in Jesus' name. They said, and I've never and let seen it go right now. an Angel octopus of God, go in with spirit. the sword and drive them up and out in Jesus' name. <coughs> All the way out. Just a come minute until this is over. Uh, that's not my sister that's sick, by the way. Uh, that's just somebody we know that we prayed for earlier, so I don't know about what you're asking there, Mark. But uh, somebody just asked about, um, they said they'd never seen an octopus spirit. Well, if you've ever done any, um, if you've ever done any um, a study on the New World Order, a lot of times they will show it in the form of an octopus, and they they will have legs going from that octopus, showing the powers that they control. Like like a leg could come to America, and that would mean that leg controls America. Another one could go over to England. That means that leg controls England. But the octopus's head controls the whole nest of projects that they have. And so when you go after a spirit of mind control, uh, there's a whole nest of devils that um, are layered into that human being's mind. And when we uh, call the head out, the that we've disconnected uh, the holding powers to it, then a lot of little spirits will start coming out as we call them out. That's that's the easiest description I know to tell you what's going on. So uh, we continue to call out mental problems, shock problems. Have you ever been under a psychiatrist? Yes, ma'am. I have been seeing him since 85. Does he give you drugs? Does it give uh, you drugs? Antidepressants, yes. 
Does he give you uh, hypnosis sessions? No. No. Uh, what kind of antidepressants are you taking? It's effects or ER, 150 milligrams daily. Uh-huh. And you've been taking that for a long time? Yes, ma'am, a long time. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, um, he's probably not going to want to do it, but ask him if he'll start zeroing that down that you want to get off of him. Okay. Uh, the reason being is these psychotropic drugs, uh, it, it leaves an open doorway for these spirits to come in. Okay. And uh, we we can't tell you to get off of them. You have to ask your doctor. But yeah. we can tell you to uh, start slowly zeroing down with the yeah. help of the Lord. And yeah. so what we're going to do now is we're going to uh, bind that uh, spirit up and we're going to stop this deliverance for right now and fill those empty places with the Holy Ghost so yeah. that you can uh, start working on that, uh, zeroing that uh, drug thing down. Okay. And we had a man on here a couple of weeks ago that he did that. He actually, uh, the doctor wouldn't let him off, but he just kept cutting it, cutting it little by little until finally he got off by himself and prayer and the people praying for him. And mm-hmm. uh, when he called us back, he got a whole ton of deliverance. So, um, uh, Father, we just lift up this lady and we ask that yes, you Lord. fill her with the power with of the Holy, the Holy Ghost. Right now. All right boys now. in Jesus' name. The fire of the Holy Ghost go in and burn every spirit out in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory here today. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that the Holy Ghost is coming in. Take a deep breath and just let him come in and flood you with the fire of the Holy Ghost, bathing you from your head to your feet. Now take one deep cough and he'll burn the rest of them out. Go ahead. Holy Spirit, go in. I take authority over this cancer right now, and I bind it in the name of Jesus in the spirit of infirmity. And I command you to come out of her right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Loose and let her go. And we cut this soul uh-huh. tie between her and the psychiatrist in Jesus' name. We rebuke death and destruction. I curse the cancer, and I command it to dry up like when Jesus cursed the fig tree right now. Loose the healing power of God into her. Be healed right now in the name of Jesus. You come out, you foul spirit of cancer, right now in Jesus' name. Loose and let her go. Do you know a warm sensation is from my head to my toe? A warm. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. A warm sensation. And you feel you feel peace in the mind, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. Raise your hands and ask the Holy Ghost to give you the gift of tongues, and He will give you the gift of tongues. And then open your mouth and speak in a new language. Just raise your hand. Say, thank you, Holy Ghost. Start praising him right now. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, there it comes. There it comes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Loose your tongue. Yeah. Cut the string right now. Loose your tongue. I my body is so warm. My body is. My body is warm. That's the Holy Ghost. It is so warm. Hey, oh, my man, mind is free. My mind is free. Spirits to right she, what now. she's doing right. is she's describing the baptism of the Holy Spirit as it's happening to her. And as it's happening to her, the Holy Spirit... I see Spirit, my mom which is right person, now with love. I see my mom now with love. Oh, isn't that sweet? He's going to touch her, too. That's what that means. So as she's receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost with fire, you can receive him too. And you remember that Jesus is the baptizer, not us. We Amen. we only can tell you about it, but he's the one that stands right in front of you and baptizes you. So that's what's happening to our young lady here. Jesus is touching her. He's delivered her. And Jesus is real. Isn't he real? Yes. yes. I feel Hallelujah. him. I feel him. And I hope somebody else out there prayed along with me that is suffering the same as I, and they feel this too. It is a beautiful sensation. That's a word beautiful. of knowledge. That's called a gift. It's a word of knowledge. Coming from the Holy Ghost. Somebody else... Write us and tell us what happened to you, Omega Man. Yes, we just seal this. Read the Bible. We just seal this deliverance with the blood of Jesus, and we ask God that you would loose warrior angels to surround her, go through and arrest any foul spirit that would try to linger around that house. In Jesus' name, put a wall of fire around Zechariah two and five, and we ask God continue to loose ministering spirits to her in the name of Jesus right now, and get her husband. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. Keep write going back and we'll continue. And Thank also, you. write us a testimony and listen every night, okay? Yes. And thank okay. you and praise God bless Jesus. You. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you, Blanche. That was uh, Blanche calling in. If you need prayer tonight, the lines are open. We've got another hour remaining, so plenty of time. The number is 917-889-2745 or 877-806-2482. Dr. Patton, let's go to the next caller, area code 612. Okay. Hello. Hello. Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat. This is uh, Menfo Cristo. This is How Brother Joe. How are you? Oh, Brother I'm, Joe? I, yes, yes. What's Mr. going Pat. on? I'm calling on behalf of my mom, who is still ill, and uh, mm-hmm. I got called an uh, uh, email the other day about my Aunt Fila, who, who fell. They thought it was a uh, stroke, but it turned mm-hmm. out it was her hip. Oh. Hello? Yes. Okay. And so, um, and also I've been having a lot of upper back problems. I think it has to do with either the way I picked mom up or just the stress of being the caregiver and 
my reaction to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, first I'd like to ask a prayer for myself. I'd just like to... I just like to just rededicate myself to the Lord. Just uh um, I must confess I've been uh drinking a bit lately, which is not good, but I've done it just to sort of uh, deaden some feelings or something. So I plead that on well, the Lord. You know, Brother Joe, you're in a very rough situation, but it doesn't give you a license to do that. That's and right. what happens is if you fly to the booze instead of flying to Jesus, the demons come in and they're just going to make things worse. And yes, uh, so repentance means that you turn away from something that you're doing. Yes, and ma'am. the deliverance ministries can drive um, the spirits out, but they can't make them stay out. You're the only one that can do that. Yes, and ma'am. you close the door by turning away from the sin. Yes, ma'am. And so, um, you know, God knows that you're hurting and because of your mother. But um, I would say that you need to repent. Yes, ma'am. Well, Father God, I repent now, as I have a little bit earlier, for having taken that wrong road. And, Father, I will not drink another drop of alcohol as long as I live, in Jesus' name. And, Father God, I renounce any and all things, Lord, that stand between me and you, Lord. I just put them right now at the cross. And, Lord, I rededicate myself right now. And I thank you, Lord, that despite what happens, I will serve you the rest of my life, Father. I thank you for my mom, and I thank you for my Aunt Fila. I ask that you bless them and cause them to have a miraculous recovery in the mighty name of Jesus. And we know that that is your will, Father. And we thank you and rejoice in Jesus' name. Okay. That Bacchus spirit is bound. <coughs> Bacchus spirit. Come out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We find you in the name of Jesus. Father God, you the fire of the Lord. The spirit of alcohol. Come out. You come out in the name of come Jesus. Come out in Jesus' name. Every party spirit. Every lonely spirit. All spirits of alcohol, come out in Jesus' name. of alcohol, you are bound in the name of Jesus. Come out in Jesus' name. Spirit of dependency, we bind you up in the name of Jesus. All dark in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Everyone, come up and out. Come out. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. You will come out and you will go to the feet of Jesus right now. You have no authority. No authority. let it go right now. No authority. All controlling devils. You release him. You release him. Come out of him in the name of Jesus. Foul wicked spirit. I want to know your name. What's your name? Command you to unloose and let him go right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Denial, resistance, heaviness, confusion, suicide, unforgiveness. Okay, are you holding any unforgiveness towards God because of what you're having to do right now? No, ma'am. No. No, I, I was holding a bit of bitterness. It was against 
my wife, but uh, I've forgiven her. We had a, a discussion. It had to do with the fact that we're married. We never had children. It's oh, something, okay. But uh, I've forgiven her, and uh, sometimes if the flesh comes up, I just I just put it back where it needs to be. If you know what I mean. Okay. Okay. We uh, we command all of those spirits that were called out to go into the box or into the cage and come out right now. Come out of him right now. Come out. Be weakened and loose, Joe, and let him go in Jesus' name. Come out of him right now. Pour the blood of Jesus down your throat, you foul spirits. Come out right now. God, loose an angel to go with the sword of the Lord just start... Driving those foul spirits up and out of him in Jesus' name. Whoa. Come out of him right now. Ooh. Be weak wow. in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> wow. We find and break the generational curse of alcoholism coming down the family line ten generations back, and all of the familiar spirits that's operating in that, you come out too. Come out. Come out of him in Jesus' name. We break name. that generational curse. Look Ten generations church. back. Come Loose on. Him. Let him go out. Right now. Let him go. Obey him. Come out right now. All we the throw lion the key, spirit. Strong man. Come out. The blood of Jesus. Spirit. In the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Come out of him right now. The blood of Jesus. Command all Blow the lower level demons. The trumpet in Zion. The sound the alarm in my holy mountains. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. Come on out. All the inhabitants in this body, come out right now. Let them go right now. Every hiding spirit. Let the terror of the Lord strike these foul spirits right now in Jesus' name. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Uh Uh-oh, Brother Louie. You got that laughing spirit. I see you up there. Thank you you see my Omega Man, he's up there laughing. <laughs> Better watch out or we'll start laughing. Is, is he and happy? People will think we got, yeah, you see him up there. Brother Praise Louie. God. Praise God. That's great. We love you, Brother Louie. Yeah. i tell you, you know, one time we were in a very serious uh, deliverance. And um, everybody was so uh, so uh, uh, zeroed in on that thing, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden the Lord did something that somebody made them tickled them, and so uh-huh. the 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 atmosphere lightened up, and then uh-huh. the deliverance just came through. Because see, the devils mm-hmm. are not as fierce and as strong as we think they are. Okay. And uh, so we just command these spirits of darkness that has this man bound to come out immediately. Loose him, let him go right now. Loose this human spirit. Man. Come out of him in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. <clears throat> I feel uh, totally brand new again. <laughs> you guys still here? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Hi, Brother Omega Man. Has your, mom, uh, has your mom started to talk yet? My nephew, who's here, said uh, the other night she was she was mentioning names, uh, her sisters and that kind of stuff. So another, I mean, she wasn't able to talk before. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, uh, how long has it been since she's been able to speak? <clears throat> oh, maybe like a year. 
So you're saying that she went from no speech at all for a year to where now she's starting to say a couple words? Yes, sir. <clears throat> My nephew I, heard her. I call that a miracle. Give that glory to, Amen. to God Thank right there. Praise Jesus. We command that string in her tongue to be cut in Jesus' name, and we bind Amen. any mind control operating in her, and we just command it to loose her mind and let her go in Jesus' name. We loose the ministering spirits of God in your mother right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <clears throat> we bind the spirit of fear, too. Yes. Amen. God bless you for calling in tonight, Joe. Hey, Omega, thank you very much, and Dr. Pat, thank you also. Okay, God bless. to Paul Pilgrim out there. Bye-bye. Uh, write a uh, yeah. testimony and send it in. <laughs> And if you need prayer tonight, we've got about an hour remaining, uh, plenty of time. Call in 917-889-2745 or our toll-free 877-806-2482. Dr. Pat, we've got new people here tonight. Tell them about Miracle uh, Church and give them your contact information. Okay. Um, I guess you got new ones from all over the world, huh? Amen. God is moving. Hallelujah. Okay, uh, I'm at uh, patholiday.com and miracleinternetchurch.com and uh, remnantradio.org is where you'll find my newsletters and uh, omegamanradio.com. You'll find me. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. And don't forget uh, to pray for the money to come in for Bishop Kenko's satellite so that we can start getting him on the radio and interviewing him. It's an important voice to be heard. You've heard things that I've talked about, but you know, I'm experiencing those things secondhand. This is a man that lived... uh, practicing and learning to be uh, a wizard to take the throne seat of his father over that area. His father was a very high wizard. And um, the little grandson told me one day, he says, my grandfather, if he just looked at you and wanted you to die, you would drop dead. (laughs) I said, well, I'm glad your grandfather's going to be with the Lord because the grandfather got saved and so did all of the brothers. And, and, uh, as I, let me tell you a story about, um, uh, pastor, his wife, pastor Kenko's, uh, mother and grandmother. It's such a precious story. I got up one morning and I came in the kitchen and like a true American, we're all looking for a little bit of coffee in the morning. And they get up long before we do, you know. And so I heard something going on out on the back of the house. And so I peek out there and they're out there uh, as a little family meeting. So they said, come on out, Dr. Holliday. So I came out. And the grandmother was around 80 years old, and the mother, uh, Evelyn's mother, and I'm just remembering 10 years ago or so, uh, seems to me like she was around 60. And uh, the mother was a Christian. The grandmother uh, was not. 
grandmother was a Muslim. And so Evelyn asked me if I would pray for them, and I said, yes, I would. Now, the grandmother was bowed over all the way down to the waist like the woman in the Bible. And so I just laid my hand on both of their heads, and I led them in a sinner's prayer, and uh, I took authority over the Muslim spirit and commanded it to leave. And it was just like a, 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 I can't describe it, but the grandmother's back just instantly came up straight, as straight as an arrow. She was 80-some-odd years old. And uh, the uh, mother also, and both of them praying in tongues. Now, the interesting part about uh, Evelyn's uh, mother, uh, Evelyn told me the story one time that she had two witches to come to her house. And her mother was there, and she said, I was praying and praying and praying for my mother and she never would uh, come through. And one day, when these two witches came by the house, I said, Oh, this is a, a great woman of God here. And these witches said, No, nah, she's not a woman of God. Said, She's your mother. Said, We pray uh, against her every day. And we could kill her if you weren't praying for her every day. And so Evelyn turned and looked at her mother, and she said, Mom, did you hear that? And she said, Yes. She says, Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to pray for you anymore until you give your heart to the Lord. And two days later, the mother came over to the house, and she said, Please pray for Jesus to come to me. She said, I feel like I'm going to die. And so that's a true story. But you see, the truth is, is that witches can look at Christians, and they can tell who we are, they can tell what we are, they can tell where we're playing, whether we've got the goods, or whether we don't have the goods. And you know, we Dr. look Pat, at them, and we have to guess. Go ahead, Omega. I just want to welcome the Egyptian witchcraft coven that is watching right now, and I bind your spirit of Amun-Ra and Osiris, and I bind and cage all your foul, wicked spirits. And your strong mm-hmm. men, I throw them into the cage filled with the blood of Jesus. And I strip you of your power yes. right now in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God, show mercy and on we them. And we bind blackbirds, too, by the way. <laughs> the Amen. blood gotta... that you shed goes back upon your own head. How's that yeah. one? Sevenfold return yeah. of all curses on the and warlocks uh-huh. to the sending demon you in Jesus' name. Uh, uh, let me tell you something. You don't want to tangle with me. You don't want to get involved with me. If you're not right, because I'm going to tell you, I know how to defend myself, and I know how to get you. Amen. If you're in a coven and you're up there and you're thinking that you're stronger than Jesus, I got news for you. You're not. You better repent or you got a chance to repent. We love you. Jesus loves you. And when you get a chance, listen to the first hour of this tape that I talk about Irene Park, the witch that switched. She was one of the most powerful witches in the state of Florida. And that woman switched, and she gave her heart to Jesus. And she became a very, very powerful woman of God. 
so uh, the Lord's power is more. And you might think yours is more because you got so many people following you, but that just means you got a lot of weak people following you. And it means that everyone that's following you, if they don't turn and if they're not able to find Jesus, they will just bust hell wide open just like you will. So we're not afraid of you. We love you. We invite you to become a Christian. But we're not going to let you work powers against our families, against our ministries, our finances, and this program. So just understand that when you shed blood, it'll come back on you. Whatever you do, it's going to come back on you. Amen. And we're going to come back with you here in just a moment. We'll take a short break, and then we'll get the lines open if you need prayer tonight. So we'll be back here after this uh, break. Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, we put you on notice. We bind you, you wicked power. We come against you from the third heaven. I'm seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus, high above you, high above principalities, powers, thrones, dominions. High above world rulers, kings, princes, and every angelic rank. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we rebuke and bind you, and especially we bind you concerning the lives, the minds, and the bodies of these people who stand here. We rebuke you and every foul spirit that may still have a resting place somewhere in their uh, innermost being. We bind them. For these people have heard the call of God to dedicate and consecrate themselves to God, and you must flee and your host must be defeated utterly. We come against you in the name of Jesus Christ and we bind every foul and wicked spirit that would bind body, mind, soul, any area of their life to keep it from being effective for the Lord. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you and we loose on these people the spirits of power, love, sound mind. We lose the spirits of wisdom, revelation. We will lose the spirits of courage. We lose the spirits of power over the enemy. And we lose all the spirits of God to do their office work in and through these people as they go forth. Moreover, we lose the spirit of Elijah to break the power of Jezebel on our land. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you, Lord, uh, to loose the spirit of humility, the spirit of servanthood on everyone here. Let everyone be desirous of taking the place of a servant. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for it. Hear the word of God Almighty from Numbers chapter 33, verse 50. And Yahweh spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places. And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land, and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. Is declaring all out war on all witches, warlocks, and the hosts of hell. Our mandate is clear. We will not fail. Join with us in the fight and spread the word about Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to invade enemy territory and possess the land, healing the sick, and setting the captives free of demons in Jesus. 
Jesus' name. Tune in each night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at OmegaManRadio.com. All right, and we're back. This is a live program, and uh, let's get Dr. Pat back on the line. Dr. Pat, you back with me? I'm back with you, and I, I need to say that Irene Park is, doesn't have an S on the end of her name. Okay, just a park with no S, P-A-R-K. Yeah. Uh, great now, book. Now, somebody... Uh, go ahead. Uh, somebody asked about um, the... Uh, the uh, I think they were talking about altars up on the chat room, and they were saying... Uh, that if part of the DID, I think they call it, DID part accepts Jesus, how can we say that's of the devil? And I think that what they're talking about is something that psychiatrists and psychologists call alters. And uh, we've done lots of teaching on mind control, and on schizophrenia, I have a book on schizophrenia charts that shows uh, the layering of devils into a mind-controlled mind. And um, what happens is whenever uh, a spirit comes into a mind that is being controlled, uh, the first thing they have to do is create trauma. And a spirit of trauma is when a disaster happens suddenly or something so fearful happens that the person wants to block it out of their memory. And so uh, for that second that that happens, uh, a spirit comes in called fear. And the mind controller, if you're under the power of a mind controller, the mind controller will then manipulate demons uh, that have different personalities to go into mind tracks that have um, shattered inside of your brain. And uh, so the way a deliverance um, ministry operates is uh, it, it casts those altars out as demons. They're not personalities. They're not parts of your mind. They are demons that have come into empty places into your mind. And Amen. so if the Spirit is speaking through your voice and saying that I want to get saved, but I'm going to stay in here because I helped this person, that is a demon. It isn't a part of your mind. Amen. Go ahead, make the man. Folks, multiple personality disorder is actually multiple demons. Inside of you, nothing more, nothing less. And uh, you usually don't have one demonic spirit. You can have a host. You can have a legion. You know, they don't come in just one at a time. So um, I disagree with the uh, the psychiatrists and psychologists. They don't believe in God for the most part. Many of them, they're, a lot of them are atheists or agnostics. And, um, again, these are multiple demons. So you command them to come out in Jesus' name. Now, if the mind has been fragmented, you know, through, you know, through relationships and, you know, the fragmented soul. You ask God to loose the angels and go out and recover bits of the fragmented soul and mind and repair the damage that has been done by the demonic spirits. But you don't have to lead each demon to, to Christ as uh, some of those out there advocating. No, you, you can't lead demons to Jesus. They have no plan of redemption. 
and they're, they're cursed and doomed to go to hell. Uh, you just cast them out in the name of Jesus Christ, and you ask God to restore the person's mind. That's what you do. Would you agree, well, Dr. Pat? I, I, I agree with everything that you said, but I think that what they want the people to believe is that um, that the trauma comes and uh, the uh, the fear comes and it shatters or splits the mind, and they want people to think that that's part the shattered mind is parts of their personality. And what they do is uh, the psychiatrists and the psychologists they work to bring those pieces of the mind back back together so that they can bring the person back to being a single-minded person, and they call it integrating the personality back into a single personality. That well, would be the psychological explanation. But sure. you see, some Christian ministers have gotten a hold to some of the psychological explanations, and they are now teaching that these, uh, what they call them, alters, uh, the different personalities that are created into the mind are called alters. And what they would want you to believe is that's a piece of your own personality that can be saved. That uh, let me let me show you very clearly. If if you cut your if you cut your finger off, okay, that finger cannot come back and move around and be become a living finger unless it's immediately reconnected into the created bloodstreams and the giver of life. It dies. Well, a shattered mind is a, a, a mind that breaks apart because yes. of trauma and fear. And so uh, it's like... Uh, the way the Lord showed it to me one time, I tried to describe it to um, Dan, uh, uh, Dr. Stan Monteith, and I think he thought I was nuts uh, because I had just gotten the revelation. But the way the Lord showed it to me actually was I saw like a, a, a city, and it had streets in the city. And uh, each street had a marking on it, like a regular city. Yes. And if you lived on, say, you lived on A block, and then you might know what's on B block, maybe C block and D block. But then the further away you get into that city, you have no inkling of what's on those other streets. And that's the way the Lord described a shattered mind to me is, that those uh, empty blocks or those empty places are filled up immediately with demon spirits. Now, the demon spirit can come in uh, uh, through uh, what we call a handler, uh, mostly in, in uh, witchcraft covens and in, a go in uh, government-sensitive uh, places. They they do mind control, and so those demons can come in with a mind manipulator or what we call a mind handler, and the mind handler will come in and layer uh, personalities into that person's mind. Like if he wanted a Christian personality, 
he would layer a Christian devil in that called itself a Christian and knows all about Christian religion. If he wanted another personality layered in, say New Age, he would do the same thing. That particular head demon would know all of the things about the New Age, and so on and so forth. And then the handler, through codes, uh, can uh, open up those various doorways, manipulate, give a command or a code to the prince of uh, that's in that particular mind. Let's say it's a Christian personality, and he could uh, tell that that particular personality, take this person over to the Baptist church and infiltrate it. And so that personality would all of a sudden get interested, get the person interested in Christianity, and then take that person over to that Baptist church, become an infiltrator. And then the mind handler could say, uh, trip through a trigger or code word to the New Age spirit to come forth. And then the New Age spirit comes forth and pollutes the friends that the Christian personality has made. And so it's a manipulation of a person for the cause of the devil. Now, that's uh, somebody that's being controlled by a coven or by a government uh, group for some purpose or another. Now, there's another split personnel, another split mind that comes about if somebody just has a trauma from an accident, a car accident, or something right. horrible happens, and there's no mind controller there, but uh, the uh, spirit of fear comes in as the gatekeeper, right. and the spirit of fear just comes in and brings all these devils in, and then that person needs deliverance. Now, that's as the Lord showed me. Well, I would uh, concur with that. Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, I do believe in fragmented soul. Uh, where you've had a lot of sexual partners, and every person you have sex with gets a bit of your soul, and then after a while, you've blown your soul up. You're so scattered out there, you don't even have the capacity to love anymore. You're kind of numb. But I believe you can also have a fragmented mind. I mean, even the Bible talks about double-mindedness. That's at least two yes. breaks right there. But uh, you've got to understand something, folks. Uh, the prisoners of war in Vietnam, uh, some of the guys captured even by our own CIA and taken over these... Um, uh, black areas where basically they'll take you, they'll they'll catch you, they'll blindfold you, they'll throw you on a plane in a sack. Next thing you know, you're over in Jordan, and uh, you're being tortured by another country, okay, with CIA handlers. This happens all the time. Okay, it's going on right now as we speak. And what will happen is uh, they'll subject you to such horrible pain and punishments. Like uh, there's one guy who said that, you know, basically he had needles rammed up his... Uh, underneath his fingernails, and the pain is so excruciating, one of two things will happen. Either you will die of a heart attack, pass out, or it will fragment your mind. And that's, again, through this physical trauma. Uh, you know, they, they did this back in Nam um, to our prisoners of war guys. You know, the Chinese would have them sitting in a, in a position that was so uncomfortable, you know, you'd almost black out. But you'll lose your mind, so to speak. But what they've done is, uh, through physical trauma, they have broken you down, and then basically uh, you're weakened to the point that that hedge gets broken, and then the demonic spirits come in. And you know, Dr. Pat, I don't believe that anybody 
um, could be so um, ruthless other than the fact that they're demon-possessed themselves to be able to inflict that kind of pain on another person. I have no doubt in my mind that the, the people that are torture, people right now around this globe, are demon-possessed. And so my thinking is the demonic spirits probably transfer from the torturer or they're just around all that, um, you know, that, that scene of violence and they just come on in. No, they're you know, trained to do what they do. They're, they're trained witches and They're wizards. probably witches and warlocks, aren't they? And yeah, that's what they are. And you see, uh, to to clearly understand it, you hear us cutting cords, ley lines, bands. Um, the way uh, to clearly understand this is uh, Bishop Kenko speaks in terms of uh, garlands. Yes, I speak in terms of a cord, and all both of us are speaking about is a rope are uh, a cord uh, that you wrap around somebody to bind them. Uh, so the way it works is, is uh, there, there had a, they had a movie that um, uh, Sinatra played in, uh, The Manchurian Candidate, and they recently re-released that movie. Uh, but uh, what that was about, they discovered mind control over in either Vietnam, I think it was actually Korea from memory, and they were able to take the men and through torture, they were able to, they discovered that they could get into their mind and set up this uh, scene that I just described to you. Manchurian uh, candidates. Uh, where they yes. could trigger you to do certain things through keywords or code words. Right. And so that's what Frank Sinatra uh, played the role as a Manchurian candidate. Now, in our day and time, a lot of people believe that some of these murders that are taking place, these assassinations, are done by uh, Manchurian candidates, people that have been set up to do these certain things. So uh, the controller or the handler can set the mind up like you would a computer because your mind is just like a computer. And so the little avenues or the split uh, parts of the mind becomes like, uh, imagine a computer, a computer file. And so in this first computer file, you're going to put a personality of a, a Christian and uh, uh, then another one, a New Ager, another one, a Satanist, another one, a murderer. And for their particular causes and reasons, they uh, set up a person's mind to do specific things. And so if they had set up someone's mind to, uh, say, assassinate somebody in the world, uh, all they would have to do is make a telephone call and uh, uh, trigger that particular uh, file to come open, give it its instructions, and that person would fall into a trance and it would go and do what it was told to do. Uh, another uh, movie was one uh, that uh, O.J. Simpson played in, and um, the guy that died just in the last month. Um, O.J. Simpson uh, called, what, Capricorn 1? 
No, this is a different one. Uh, the uh, Elvis Presley's wife was in this one. Uh, Priscilla Presley. Um, hmm. uh, I can't remember the name of it right off. If any of you do remember, write it up there. But what it was, was uh, she was triggered to kill uh, the Queen of England when she was going to make a, an appearance in America. And she was then triggered to kill, uh, I can see him, he had blonde hair, uh, funny guy. You're not um, talking about um, little Nikita, are you? No, no. But uh, hey, while but we're anyway. on the subject, let me throw one in the mix. Yeah, for the you. naked gun. The naked gun. There the naked gun. Oh, yeah. That's with that's, that's Leslie Milton. Yeah. Yeah, Leslie. And so uh, the she was uh, also supposed to kill uh, the uh, man that Leslie Nelson was playing, and uh, they called her and gave her the code, and she fell into a trance, and she was walking in a trance in a football game. And she was saying something like, I must kill whatever his name was, I'm over and over. And when she got to him, she raised the gun to shoot him. And he said, I love you. And it broke the code in the trance. And it show, and, and she runs and kisses him. And everybody in the stadium sees them kissing. Well, that's a Manchurian candidate. And that's what they would do. Well, and, amen. And so, but it's Part real. Of, uh, it's not just a movie. These things happen every day. Absolutely. It's part of a program called uh, MK Ultra, And yeah. uh, there's actually an old-school movie, for some of you that are old-school, uh, Telephone by Charles Bronson. Now, this is probably back on uh, late 70s. Uh-huh. They would be going about their daily lives, get a phone call, and then they would trigger them with the word. Now, interestingly enough, Dr. Pat... Um, Jesse Ventura, on his Conspiracy TV series, covered one of these on the Manchurian Candidate. And while we're on the subject of Jesse Ventura, did you hear what Alex Jones reported has been happening with his shows? Uh, no, I don't think I have. You've heard about these devices called uh, TiVo or DVR, where you can set your um, dish, you know, network cable box to to record these movies and programs for you if you can't see them live. Right. Well, right. People that have been uh, recording the conspiracy TV series, you know, like the one they did on the water and the the FEMA camps. Yeah, Jesse uh, Ventura. They've been going in, and the programs have been um, mysteriously erasing themselves. So there is a command coming from the um, the programming networks that's going right in a back door of the DVR units, and it's erasing some wow. of these episodes. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it sure is. See, they, we're we're we're, uh, we're scientific slaves, is what we are, and yeah. it's coming on us very very fast. And you know, the Book of Revelation says that they will worship the beast with one mind, and so that's why I work day and night because I'm trying to get people as long as they can think themselves, you can save their soul. But once they can mass hypnotize them, as they're already doing, and once they get their minds, they can tell them to worship Obama, and they will. You see, I've got uh, newsletters up on Remnant Radio 
dot uh, org and up on patholiday.org.com. And uh, these talk about how they tried to make uh, Obama into a uh, new republic god. And they dressed him up like uh, different forms of the gods of Egypt. And you know what I think, Omega Man? I think that they thought that America had already gone under such deep mind control that they could get away with it. But America is waking up very, very quick. And uh, so the truth is that um, that uh, it was too late for them to produce the God. But, uh, go look at some of those uh, things that I that I did. I got knocked off of a couple of web pages because of those articles when he ran. But people are not laughing about it anymore. But the truth is that we're like at the last few minutes of the church age. And if you're going to do anything for Jesus, don't wait until tomorrow because things are just wrapping up very, very, very quickly. Amen. And, uh, Dr. Don't Pat, ask we've me got, things uh... about movies because I don't really watch <laughs> movies very much. I just watch that because of what I preach and somebody will say, well, have you ever seen this? And, well, I remember Pilgrim told me, he said, have you ever seen They Live because of what I write, you know? I right. said, no. And he said, Pat, you need to look at that movie. So I got my girlfriend to get the movie, and I looked at it. And I said, yeah, that's kind of what's going on in, in terms of um, the people are becoming demon-possessed. But I think in that movie, you could only see them with these glasses on. Well, you see, people are coming demon-possessed, but we can see them with God's glasses on. That's well, the way, what I got out of that movie. It's called Spirit of Discernment. And uh, we've got another caller on the line. Let's go to caller from uh, 248 Area Code. Caller, you're on the air with Dr. Pat Holliday. Hey there, Dr. Pat. No, Omega Man. Um, Hi. I am concerned. Pat, you know me. I am concerned because of what has taken place in the courts. And what is happening is that the courts are uh, they are getting federal funding from the men's groups, and they are ordering kids to go to live with their abusers. Then what happens is once the protective parent, typically the mama, ends up losing custody of the kid, then all of a sudden social services comes in and turn the kids into foster care. Um, there's basically legalized extortion and other things, fraud, you name it, that's taken place. I was talking to uh, Walnut Bread and online, and what has happened is my son has been turned away from uh, reading his Bible. I was mocked in the family court for um, basically trying to bring him up as as a Christian. I was mocked for having him... Uh, baptized and stuff, and um, what concerns me is the disassociative disorder that has taken place uh, with my son. He is very depressed. I know he's depressed. I've been dealing with depression because what's happened now is that um, the courts have ordered him to live with his father where he doesn't want to be, and this has taken a big toll on me as well as my son. Um, yes, and I, and they move. They let him move into a different state, 
and at the same time he needed medical care, and they forbid the mother to take him to the doctors. What what happened is on a Friday he limped out of the school and he had and he had his um, shoe off of his foot and um, I called the father and I called the opposing attorney because I don't have an attorney and um, contacted the front of the court and nobody would let me get him medical treatment. They said, well, you've lost custody of the kid too bad, basically, you know. And now he is living out of state. Um, so he did not get medical treatment from Friday when I picked him up from school. He had talked to his daddy. I had talked to the opposing attorney. Did not get medical treatment on Saturday. Did not get medical treatment on Sunday. I called the school on Monday morning and I said, please get the child treatment. He thinks he's broken his foot. And then the school employee said, oh, well, the kids know when to come up and, and to get help. And I said, but no, I said, I know my child. I said, he was already in the office on, on Friday. He got a bag of ice in. I think he broke his foot. Please contact the family, you know, his father and the stepmother. The school refused to do so. And then so here I am clanking, you know, everything, saying, please get him help. Please get him help. So finally... Monday night after 7 o'clock, they finally got him to the hospital, and sure enough, his foot was broken. Now CPS to come in and investigate me, and th- this stuff has been going on for the past 12-plus years, and I am frazzled from this stuff, and I've been telling people what has taken place. There was a child protective service thing against the uh, the father for physically abusing the child, now, all of a sudden, they want to listen, and I'm like, well, this is really fine and dandy. This is what I've been telling you people all along, and y'all have refused to listen to me. You've refused to listen to the doctors when they filed the, the non-accidental trauma forms. Um, getting back to the, the spirit of unforgiveness, I am like, okay, I, I'm dealing with a man who has no conscience, Okay. Dr. Pat and I have talked on multiple occasions about this stuff, and th- this is a man who held me at gunpoint on two different occasions. And then when the uh, cops got here, he lied and said, oh, no, she's just, you know, hysterical. She's hormonal. And I'm like, this is bonkers. I am not hysterical. I'm not hormonal. I mean, I'm hysterical, but it's from being held at gunpoint. It has nothing to do with, you know, hormones. It comes from being traumatized. So both me and my son have been traumatized, and Pat knows more of the history. But I'm like, what do I end up doing now? Because my son wants to live with me, and the courts have always ruled in the father, and I've been dealing with people in the country, and they have told me about federal funding from the father's groups, which is the reason why domestic violence and child abuse and all this stuff is being ignored, okay? And then they're Mm -hmm. coming back. And some of the attorneys, what they're doing, and there's a case in Florida um, where a male attorney did not give a female um, any kind of legal representation, gave her just real, real poor legal representation. Um, The woman ends up um, losing custody of her children. Inevitably, the the children go into foster care. Come to find out, the attorney who supposedly who, who got paid to represent her, his wife has was a guardian ad litem in the courts, and and she um, actually is on the board or owns some kind of private foster care agency. 
Now, the way the federal government runs is that they uh, pay the people money in order to adopt the kids. So what's happening nationwide is that states are unnecessarily putting kids into foster care in order to get the federal money. It's a, it's a way to make money, and kids are literally being used as currency to get the federal funding. Well, yeah, I, I will tell you that's the truth. Uh, many of the guardian ad items out there are totally uh, given over to Satan or demon-possessed. I've dealt with some of that. Well, and, and in fact, I ended up talking to um, one of the judges, and he basically said that he, he basically said I need to keep my mouth shut. I said, listen, I'm a born-again Christian. God does not give me a spirit of fear. I said, I will speak out against this till the day I die. And the the guy who's Jewish was <laughs> shocked at my boldness. And I said, no, I said, you don't understand. I said, I will do whatever it takes to expose this, and you're all coming down. You understand me. And so... Um, There's I a lot of war out. on uh, families occurring, especially in the state of Texas. Uh, they're totally out of control down there with the defects. They'll take your child at the drop of a hat over there, and uh, you've got to go through a long, arduous process to get them out. Well, absolutely. And now what they're doing is they're requiring people in the state to go ahead and um, get, like, the grandparents. They've now passed legislation for the grandparents to be able to actually, you know, claim their kids and to be able to raise their kids. But now they're saying, oh, well, you've got to get licensed. And it's like, well, this is really good. If somebody hasn't taken out the trash in the day, CPS can come in and say, oops, sorry. Your house is not appropriate to uh, for you to be able to raise your own grandkids. And people all throughout the nation are not aware of what's going on, but we literally have child trafficking taking place not only in this country, but in other countries as well. And it's just like the Franklin cover-up. Well, we've got about five minutes remaining. Uh, can we uh, pray with you tonight? I, I need help because it, what has happened is I'm having problems focusing, as Dr. Pat already knows and stuff, and I know that I'm under attack, and I know that basically my life has already been threatened by some of these people, and I know it's absolutely demonic. Dr. Pat? Hey. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we all come into yes, one Lord. accord for this sister. Yes, God. And, Lord, I know your heart is bleeding for her child. And she's not alone. This is going on all over the country. Yes. Father, our country has been taken over, and most people don't even realize it. But we cover my sister with the yes. blood of Jesus. And every single person in the uh, in the chat room and listening on this air are praying for you. And, Absolutely. Father God, we ask for a miracle to release her son from the clutches of these this demonic yes. man, God, just because he had a few bucks, God, and he's he's uh, sorry, no good himself, uh, and he's in local politics, God, they've done this to this woman. And we ask you, God, to, Jesus, to go in and stand up and fight for this cause against this child and its mother. Yes. We'll give you the glory. You can do things and go places that we can't do. And we ask you to go right in wherever, even to the point of taking this evil person right off the face of this earth, if you have to, God, to save that child. The mother wants the child, loves the child, and is a good mother. And, Father God, this is a man that beats this boy when he wants to read the Bible. 
and we just stand with this mother and against yes. this evil court system and against every false witness. And we just ask you for a miracle to happen in yes, her case. We bind every devil of depression and every spirit of oppression and every devil that has taken her mind over. We command that spirit of trauma to leave, the spirit of fear to get out of her, and every spirit of grief and heartbrokenness, every devil that has come to rob, kill, and steal from her. You've got to go in the name of Jesus. And, Father, you said that if they do uh, these things to one of your little ones, that they'd be better to be buried down into the bottom of the sea. And we ask you, God, to bury this person, that his money means nothing, his power means nothing, that he has no place to run. And we do ask you to send your warring angels to arrest him, And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we send praising angels to pray over that house where he has that boy day and night until those devils want to get rid of that boy and send him back home. We give you praise and glory for what you will do. We thank you, Omega Man. Amen. And, Father God, we just ask for a wall of fire around her, Zechariah 2 and 5, and ministering spirits be sent to her. And that you would give her favor in the courts and bring the son back. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much. Amen. God bless the you, sister, for calling us. shall not prevail. We'll Thank keep you in very prayer. much tonight. I need it. Thank you for the call. And uh, continue to lift your hands and seek the Holy Ghost, okay? Amen. And we have about two minutes remaining. Uh, before we go, Dr. Pat, we do have a special need. Uh, we're trying to locate Tamara who has uh, been a long-time listener, I got a report from her a little over two weeks ago that said a family member, I don't know if it's a cousin or a nephew, the mother caught the uh, the, the man or the, the young man um, trying to do some deliverance. And I don't know all the specifics, the age involved, but she got uh, a doctor involved, and they arrested the, the man, and they were holding him under medical observation because they said he had lost his mind because he was uh, casting out demons in Jesus' name. Now, I don't know if he's been committed to an insane asylum or they've released him. We can't get any updates from Tamara. So could we lift up this boy? Yes, Father. And, Father, we need that uh, at the same time you let people know that they don't go out as long rangers and fool around with this stuff. That's why you have trained ministers and for them to bring them to the program if they need help. And Satan, in the name of Jesus, we command you to loose the man, his tongue, and his ability to cry out to people that love him. In Jesus' name, amen. And I I want to be very clear. Uh, He was trying to help somebody in deliverance, and one of his family members who were demonized didn't like what he was doing, and so had him arrested. And they said, you've lost your mind because you're trying to do deliverance. So he's clearly been uh, a, you know, under a demonic attack, and I think it's going to increase like that, that uh, yeah. when you start seeing deliverance go out in, in, in massive you know, uh, attacks on the enemy, even on the streets, so, you know, they're going to come against the deliverance ministry. So, again, we lift him up, and we ask God that you would get him out of the, um, the clutches of these evil people, 
who have arrested him for trying to do your work in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And well, that's folks, why uh, Omega Man left the country. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm back. I'm not. Uh, I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm coming back with a vengeance on the on Satan. Uh, <laughs> folks, we'll see you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Uh, yes. 8 p.m. Eastern time for intercessory prayer. Visit Doctor Pat Holiday at MiracleInternetChurch.com. PatHoliday.com. God bless you, Doctor Pat. You too, sir. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at OmegaManRadio.com. Join us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death blow to the enemy and take back territory for Jesus. Tell a friend and support Omega Man Radio. Oh.